This is Archery Unfiltered, where I, Wendell Souza, cover California archery events and what it takes to make you a better archer. All right, everybody. Coming home with my buddy Jim Padilla. We're on home, word oh. bound. I hope you guys enjoyed the, the uh, shoot-off recap. That's the first time we've ever done that. Normally, we are on the road going home, but... Me and Jim had so much fun this weekend. We wanted to stick around and give you guys the best episode we could. That was a lot of fun. It was. It was. Drinking a little bit of booze with my buddy Jim. Just a little. Watching the shoot-offs. Just just really going... (laughs) Just really going apeshit on it, man. (laughs) Oh, dude. So, (laughs) Brandon Williamson said... Yeah. I'm done shooting tournaments for the year. Deer season now. <laughs> Already? Wow. Well, the drawing is up. The, you know, the, or the, the results are out? Or No, the results won't be out for a little bit, but the uh, I think the deadline to apply for the drawing oh, is like okay. next month. So I could understand his uh, his focus. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, Jim, give me your recap of the day. It was day three today. Where did you start? Started on the lower series of targets like number four number four so the uh the lower 14 yeah cool cool and then we weaved our way around there and finished you know right at the beginning around the middle you know the 24. pretty beginning of uh oh yeah the canyon yeah you stopped at the snack shack the downhill snack shack we stopped at 23 right before that it would be the I started on 24 bigfoot uphill it was uh the Pin on big feet. Yes, the pin on big feet, right before the snack shack. Yeah. Slide uphill, 25-yard-ish shot, correct? No, it was uh, downhill. Oh, it's downhill? Yeah. Oh, okay, so it's before that one, the, yeah. the one I'm talking about. 25 it's, is a snack shack. It's a 15-yard or 15-ish yard yeah. downhill yep. with the pin on feet. Yeah, okay. Did you get it? No. Why, Jim? I don't know. Were you tired? I definitely was tired. Yeah. Tired all, all day. I can honestly tell you, Jim, for the last couple of years, that target always gave me a little bit of don't miss, mm-hmm. like uh, talk in my head. Mm-hmm. Oh. Just because it's that slight downhill, the dot is relatively small. <coughs> You're you know, right. You shoot other targets at that distance with bigger dots um, at this event, you know? Or yeah. somewhere around that. It, it wasn't that so much that. I, I thought I did. A good shot, and it just, it just yeah. popped out low. Oh. Well, how else did it go? Like, Give me your highlights. Give me your highlights and lowlights for today. Let's see. Yeah, nothing really stuck out. Oh, the highlight and the lowlight together was I, uh, I 22 the caribou that everybody yeah. got. Yeah. 22 on anyway so it didn't matter you actually earned the 22 (laughs) dude this guy in our group he was telling us you never shoot the gimme he said it's bad luck and i was like well i'm shooting it i don't (laughs) i'm I'm shooting it for eyeballs on top of it i don't understand that one but okay to me it seems like a good target to double check your sight marks yeah you know anytime you get a gimme it's like yeah let's shoot this and make sure everything you use like a simulation or a practice shot why, you know, why why pass it up? Yeah, yeah, never. I I, I mean, especially I wouldn't. the third but third day where you're down 
you're shooting 10 less arrows anyways. Yes, yes, that's true. Your day's going to be over quicker. and Yeah, I think also I can understand his thing about it being bad luck, but that's all meant. Like, luck's a real mental thing, like... You know what I mean? If yeah. You, if you can, if some people will take that same situation and turn it into lemonade and be like, "Here we go," that's what right. I want. Like, I get a freebie here. I there was, you know, nobody was afraid to shoot it. I think everybody was um, was all trying, and they were trying to shoot the nostril or the eye. You know, they were, they yeah. were, they were trying extra hard to do that. And there was a few of us that tried to shoot the dot. Yeah, that's good, dude. So that's good. It's definitely worth it to shoot the dot. Yeah. Um. So that was your high and low light, huh? Yeah. You see anything cool? Anything uh, neat happen today while you're on the r- on the range? Mm, no, nothing spectacular. No, Snack Shack gave me two hot dogs for the price of one. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, I, I'm feeling full of meat, basically. Yeah. Yeah. One in each hand, huh? <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm just doing the walrus. With Alternating. Those. <laughs> yeah, I was doing the walrus with those them. hot dogs. <laughs> what do you call that? Not double fisting. <laughs> Damn, dude. That's been my... I've been pegged with that a lot. <laughs> Self-induced. <laughs> so, man, for, so for myself, uh, we started on... Where did we start? We started on the fun shoot starting target. So oh, you started 15? Yeah, 15. Uh, which is like the goat or something like that. Yeah, the mountain goat. Yeah, mountain goat. Uh, I shot two down today, which is the rhythm that I wish I, you know, like everyone said, wish I started with that. But that's what I used to, I used to shoot like that. And so it felt really good to get back to that. Yeah, you did great. Yeah. You were, you were, um, you, you met your goals all weekend. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and I'd say probably even exceeded it a little bit. No, you know, I fell short of the long stuff. So the long stuff okay. all got me. And maybe it was mental, you know, maybe it was mental stuff. But part of me wants to try and build an arrow and practice long, which is stupid, right? Because you're going to shoot every other dis- every distance in between. Yeah. But part of me feels like, like, I feel like I broke good shots at Bigfoot. I felt like I broke a good shot at the, uh, the elk. And the moose. Like, all three of those felt like good shots. So, I didn't beat myself up for right. where the arrows went. But they went so far out that I was, like, punished. Like, I got really punished really? for those. So okay. So, you I, were you seemed to be, what you're telling me, you were trying a little harder on those. It could be that I over-tried them. Mm-hmm. Over-aimed. But you know? I, didn't, I, I didn't break any shot where I was like, oh, or, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, they all broke real smooth. They were all, it was like, you know, if it if that shot didn't go off inside the timing that I felt like it was good, I would just let it down. Sure. You know, wasn't going to hold them too long, wasn't going to overwork the shot. But for sure, dude, like, I ate shit on Bigfoot, ate shit on the elk, ate shit on the moose. Those are the three biggies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you really, I got the buffalo, you know, that was number two on the lower 14. Um, um I'm gonna say yes. I I 22 the fuck out of the buffalo, and that's to me that's one of the big ones because there's kind of like a wind coming from the road. Yeah, I mean it's uh right. feels like a longish longish shot and mm-hmm. with the downhill. So it's 76 yards, something like that, almost 80. Was it that far? <clears throat> I guess so. Something like that. Yeah, I I might be wrong. It, it might be closer to 70 yards. Let's see if I can. 
Jamie bring that up? 77 yards. Bam! So practically an 80-yard shot. Yeah. Um, Throw in the, the angle. Yeah, slight downhill. And ratchets, right? it, ratchets it up a little bit. One thing that I – you know how I was always saying, like, oh, dude, uh, if I'm at a half yard, I try to step forward, step back. Sure. And, and see what the – dude, didn't do that at all. Okay. Like for the past two days, what I've been doing, if it's, you know, 77 point something, just round it up. Shoot it for 78. Does that sound How weird? much? Like, if it's 77.3, you're rounding it up to 78? Well, depend. My rangefinder won't call it three consistent. So if it's seventy-seven three, seventy-seven five, seventy-seven three, I'll round the shit up. Wow. Yeah, okay. It worked. It worked all weekend. Everything's hitting right in the middle. Um, so that's. Uh, I would say that's you learning your rangefinder. Yes. Knowing your bow. Yeah, I don't think that works with anybody like willy nilly out the game, yeah. right? But if you learn your like, I learned how my rangefinder was playing. You know. And, Correct. And. That's that worked out for me. That worked out, you know. Yeah, I, I might not need to go buy the like a disto now, you know. Ooh, yeah. You like? That I think that's going to be uh, something in my pouch. Yeah. In the in the future, I don't want to say near future, but it's cool. As far as my rangefinder, uh, I could do a little step up or a little step back and keep it to that solid number. And it works. And it works. Yeah. Uh, and, and that is not true for everybody. Yeah, because I also I have my rangefinder in bow mode, so it automatically deducts for uphills and down. You know. What kind of rangefinder do you have? I have the um, loophole. Full draw. No, I have the uh, the more expensive one. <laughs> the fifteen hundred. Uh huh. What is it? Uh, DNA. T- okay. Yeah. TBR or whatever. Yes. Yeah. So I've um, I've learned it, you know. Mm-hmm. So you know, I, I. Yeah. But again, um, people like Lint Randy Long, he doesn't use the bow mode on his. He uses um, line of sight mode, and then um, he, he goes old school and calculates. Are you serious? I'm pretty sure he does. Holy yeah. smokes! Don't you need a? Well, I guess it tells you the angle, right? It tells you, you the angle, yeah. You read it. Holy smokes! So he he does it that way, I, I'm and it's more accurate for him. You yeah, know? and that's all that matters is what's accurate for you. Yeah, you know if what's accurate for something, you, something he you know he finds that repeatable. Mm-hmm. I'd say if what's accurate for you is splitting the number. If it says seventy-seven point five, and mm-hmm. you split the number and you hit middle, yeah, God damn it, that's what you need. To do. I was putting most of today. One confidence click in everything. Yeah. Which is, you know, the range I shot, I think we had the caribou was the longest one. Mm-hmm. That didn't count, obviously. And then we had multiple 45-yarders. Yeah. You know, 35-yarders. Yeah. So yeah. Again, but, yeah, that's the bulk. But you know what's crazy, Jim? Mm-hmm. Like we say, it's like they're at 45, 35, as if they're like gimmies. They're, those aren't gimmies by a long no, shot. No, no. I mean, there's pros that are dropping them on those. Right. You know, like like big upper-tier pros are dropping points on right. those. So, I mean, they're, they're not gimmies by a long shot. you got to still keep, stay frosty. Yeah, and I, I dropped exactly the amount I needed to shoot 
1500 today. That was your goal. And that wasn't my goal. I was like, okay, I, <laughs> that was my fallback. I was like, all right, I have to shoot at least a 1500. Uh huh. So, your goal is to beat Chuck Cooley. No. <laughs> I don't know who that name is. <laughs> That's a nobody to you. Yeah. <laughs> if you got to scroll three pages. <laughs> oh, God damn. To Jim. find don't hurt know, him. Don't hurt him, someone Jim. else's score. God damn. Uh, yeah, you know, dude, the dude's uh, busy building lenses, you know, what can I say? Yeah, yeah. Oh, what did we say today? All the locals in Reading look like Ozzy Osbourne, man or woman. There was a couple there that were uh, yeah, suspect. Dude, how many of you guys and gals are happy to go home to regular people? <laughs> 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 no offense, Reading. We love you. That's good. That's, that is the perfect place for this shoot. You know that? Yeah. Yeah. It's like the tweakers all kind of keep well, just the, Just the same way you guys give a shit about living in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. We are not all that way. Yeah. Same way not everybody in Reading is Ozzy Osbourne on a bike. <laughs> yeah. Yelling, Karen! What was it? Sharon! Del McGoy Budin said something about people from San Francisco. He's like, not like those people from San Francisco. <laughs> and he goes, oh, and he looks at me and goes, oh, sorry. <laughs> and I was like, not me, dude. I don't live in San Francisco. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn. You know what's funny? If we had this event at my local, you know, I said all the, none of the tweakers fuck with you here. You know what I mean? Yeah. If we had this event at my range, at my home range, oh, dude, cars would be broken into fucking left and right. <laughs> You'd look look away and there'd just be a door handle in your hand. <laughs> yeah, it'd be rubbed blind. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> the last time we had the, uh, what was it called? What's the, Redwood Bowman has an event called the Western Roundup? The Western Roundup. It's next, it's in June, right? I don't know. Or it used to be. Used to be, yeah. I think they moved it, but um but dude, that that event people would be getting robbed like crazy. Oh man. In the parking lot. So um I don't want to dissuade anyone from going. It's a really fun event. Forty eight target, two arrow uh safari. If I can go, I definitely will. Mm-hmm. But knowing my luck, my wife will say no. <laughs> but uh That's an easy pass. Easy pass, really? You wouldn't even want to stay at my house? I mean, you could just drive there. Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, it should be it should be thought of as an easy pass for you. Oh, easy You shoot pass. there all the time. No, I don't. You know, I guess you just want to get over, go there and have everybody stroke you. <laughs> I mean, is that so bad? <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with that? I mean, uh... No, all my all the archery unfiltered fans, most of them live elsewhere, believe it or not. Oh, okay. Yeah, and if I do go... I'm going to wear a fake mustache, <laughs> and I might go by a different alias. That sounds good. Jim Padilla. Oh, God. Yeah. Go ahead. I won't be there. Jim Padilla kept grabbing everyone's ass. Oh, God. Yeah. So I'm urinating in public. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so today, dude, I, I uh, we, see, we started on the goats on 15. Start, Dude, so it starts at 43 yards, right? If your bow is on, if your sight marks, I was like, dude, I've rested on my sight marks I spent so much time getting sight marks and then shot with you, refined sight marks, did it over and over again. I was able to rest on my sight marks so well this weekend. Fantastic. And, like, really lean on them. Yeah. And that first target at 43 yards, it's kind of like it's 43 yards. It's a shot that you can make. You make that shot all the time, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's a medium-sized dot, not too big, not too small, you know? It's like you're floating slightly in, slightly out of the dot. If you keep your mind clear... That's it. The marks, 
the marks will take care of you the rest of the way. Right. So it's like that's what I did. Shot them both in the middle. Um, and then everything after that's like super close, right? It's like 11 uh, or like 9 yard. It's like 9 yard something, then 11 yard something right after that. Yeah. And then it's like a 14 yard like duck. Or 16 down- and a f- yeah, yeah. downhill. And then it's a 34 downhill, right? So it's like this gradual ease up into the longer longer distance shots. Mm-hmm. You know, 45 uphill on the Cougar. Uh, what was it? Like another 45 downhill on another thing, whatever. Bedded deer. Yeah. Oh, dude. Oh, the ba- or was it the badgers? Those big badgers. There's badgers. I smoked the bedded deer, dude. And yeah. Dude, the first time at Redding, I started on that target and fucking ate shit on that target. <laughs> and so I forever remember those great deer giving me the willies. So I got to <laughs> punch the mud hole in both. Nice. Or the one in the middle. So that was great. That felt good. Little wins like that in my brain. No, um, absolutely. You know, Worked my way up the canyon, right? We're sitting. There's huge backup on the canyon bears. And I'm watching the guys, like the group in front. It's like a bunch of kids. Uh... Bunch of bow hunter people, you know, whatever. I don't think championship class, but I'm watching the target to read the wind, right? And you know, not much wind today. When we were shooting, I should say, not much wind. True. So I'm watching the group. There's it goes group, and then the group in front of us, and then I go. And there was a cool guy that I shot with named uh, Scott. His name was Scott Street, and Scott. I was asking him, "Hey, Scott, like we, you know, you like you shot this target. It's always left to right wind, right?" He's like, "Always." And uh, I said, do you see any, you know, I was looking down on my, my binos. He's looking with his. I was like, see any trends? You know, is the wind pushing everyone all over? He goes, no. And, I, you know, I'm looking. The arrows were everywhere, you know? Yeah. And the dude behind us, this guy Travis, was like, oh, dude, that group sucks. You no, know? Not <laughs> You're not going to be able to tell anything. And we yeah. were like, damn. Yeah. I mean, definitely, that is a little... Um, secret you want if you want to say you know that if there's uh somebody in that group a few people in that group that you consider a really good shot mm-hmm. you can watch them see how they do um tendencies you know maybe you know maybe they they get them in but they're all hugging one side or the other or yeah. you know high or they're kind of high or kind of low yeah you know and then you can exactly. also you can also take a look at the target of the hole patterns before you shoot. So there's something I I look well, I shouldn't say learned, but was reminded of today. Yeah. And so I did that. You know the uphill, the deer. Okay. You got those two deer, right? Sure, sure. Um, I've seen Tim Gillingham miss that and throw his bow. Not this year, but last year, or was it last year? I think it was last year. In years past. Okay. He shot, missed, threw his fucking bow on the ground, and you know how his bow looks like a. a you know those toys, Jacks? Yeah. Kid, <laughs> yes. he just went doink 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 and landed on its bars, <laughs> sitting upright for him to go pick it up again. So, um, I know that's not a gimme target. By no, any not a bit. It's slightly uphill. I think it's like forty-six ish yards. Yeah, it's uh, and it's off uh, side hill, uphill. Yes. Deer's kind of quartering away, or well, not quartering away because it's like asses towards you. It's quartering towards you, I guess. Yeah. So there's two of them, right? And I noticed the one on the left. A massive amount of holes on the left side of the dot, it, it, you know, almost like a, a uh, crescent moon of of holes on the okay, left side. Okay, gotcha. The one on the right holes everywhere, so it's like I'm going for the one on the right, dude. 
best call. Bam. Doo-doo. Right in the middle. Yeah. Um, so anyway, going back to the canyon bears, dude, the next group goes, same deal. Just shotgun pattern. No trends, left or right. I gave it two clicks as if there was a left to right wind. Because two clicks probably ain't going to do shit at 63 yards. Yeah, this is so. It'll take you, like, if you're a T-1000 robot, it'll take you from X to outside of the X. Right? Right, yeah, yeah. And so, dude, I punched them both. Bing bang right in the middle. It, it was it was awesome, dude. Yeah. Those those bears have always gotten me in the past, but you know what? There was no wind. Like we weren't getting hit by wind. And I think if there was wind, that'd be a whole different story. You know? True. I, I it would be a, a you know ratchet up the difficulty level on that target. Yes, yes, big time. Because you know it never fails. You get deep into the shot, the wind suddenly stops. Maybe changes, swirls, or yeah. even lessens up. You know, and you got the pressure of fighting against the wind or holding against the wind and it eases up and then you're like oh boy i'm drifting i'm drifting yep or even worse you plan for it like yeah one year i 22 those bears by putting 10 clicks in i put 10 because that's how bad the wind was blowing or True. what i thought 10 clicks you yeah know? um but can you imagine you put 10 clicks in you're at full draw you're just about to break the shot and all of a sudden it just fucking dies yeah then what you know what i mean it's almost like you don't have the, the time to... You're so deep in your shot, you can't just fucking aim over. Or maybe you can if you're, you know, jack-of-all-trades shooter, but... Yeah. That was yeah. cool. I just... Uh, I tend to hold off in those situations instead of doing the clicks. I've heard really good shooters say they hold off. Mm-hmm. Because clicks, unless you practice in the wind... You I really must have don't. heard it, too, and that's why I do it. Really? Yeah. Who'd you hear it from? <sighs> People of the past. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. We honor those that shot before us. I had so many people asking, why are you shooting these big, stupid-looking veins? <laughs> really? Yeah, because I'm shooting the big, the two-inch, full-size Q2I vein. Oh, that's right, it's right. basically, I mean, they look like clown shoes okay. when they're going into the target, but... I mean, that's what Emerson shot before he quit. Yeah. And when I remember shooting against him. I was shooting FFPs, and I thought, damn... Emerson's making those veins look really fucking cool, you know? Yeah, there was a guy guy in my group, pretty very competent shooter, and he was shooting the uh, Silent Night 200s. Ooh, and, uh, those are cool. What was one plus about them was you can definitely see them in the target. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I also have, uh, I was running white biter knocks, which were like a big, you know, you can see those real easy. I got a question for you. Did you have any uh, contact damage on any of them, or do you think uh, contact damage it, on my like veins? Hitting your own veins and, and knocking you in a, a, a spot <laughs> other than where you wanted to go. So, okay, this is gonna sound funny. Or d- get damaged by somebody hitting the vein, penetrating the vein. I I got my veins got shot the fuck up today. Yeah. Oh, I mean throughout the weekend, I should say, not just today. Um, someone did blame my veins for glancing them out. They said my veins glanced them out. Uh, Was your arrow in the spot? Yes. Well, then, tough titty on that. (laughs) We're all shooting for the spot. Yeah, so... If the arrows are already in there, then... That's one... So, one thing I did was I would try to get to a... Like, I would get to the flattest spot first. Yeah, the most comfortable footing for you. Yeah. What you felt... I would range the target that looked biggest to me or was facing me square. Yeah, facing you, yeah, more squared up, 
best looking one. Exactly. You know, some of them just look bigger. I mean, they're not, but they just look bigger. Yeah. For oh, reason. you know, uh, the brightness of the dot sometimes yes. I, I feel makes it look bigger. Yeah, or one's all chewed up around the outside, right. and the orange looks smaller. You know, no, no, definitely it is. You know. And so <laughs> Nick Ingham was like, "Bud, he's like, why are you cross shooting on everybody?" <laughs> and I'm like. That's the best. I was like, that's. I, I just told Nick straight up. I was like, that dot's bigger. <laughs> and he's like, no, it's not. And I was like, it, right. I think it, I, it makes me feel like it's bigger. True. And so I was telling, uh, yeah, Domagoy. <laughs> Domagoy's right behind us. And Nick's like, can you get a load of this guy? And Domagoy said, what? And, <laughs> and he's like, this fool's fucking. He's cross shooting because he says the dot's bigger. And he goes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> were, you, were you physically. All the way to the left and shooting the right target? Fucking A, I was. Oh, okay. Wow. And, the, and then uh, Domo go, I was or like. Or vice versa. I told him, I was like, dude, I'm going for the best spot to shoot the best spot. And he goes, and I said, fuck everyone else. And Domo go, I said, yes, <laughs> fuck everyone else. Hey, <laughs> you know, when you get that kind of uh, response from a past champion, champion, yeah, you're it's validated. Yeah, big time. And you know what? It's like I wasn't busting up anyone's arrows. No, I didn't bust anyone's arrows up. No, nothing was colliding in midair. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, sometimes on these some of these smaller ones, for myself even, mm-hmm. uh, someone, a lot of times someone was already in the spot, or I shot, and they were shot because the spot still looked really good. Uh huh. So I I shoot an arrow in, and then you know I'm like, okay, I, I've learned this one, a few years back. Then I took a, a small step to the right or left, mm-hmm. so I wouldn't be shooting directly behind that arrow. Yes. And if I hit that arrow, most likely it would slide. It has happened where it basically it just slides along that arrow into the spot. Uh-huh, it just rides it yeah. into the spot. Instead of shooting it straight on, hitting the knock, and deflecting out. Yeah, yeah, and obli- getting obliterated. Right. Well, the other thing I noticed was, like, I really don't give a shit about cross shooting. I told people, go ahead and shoot my arrows. I got it, fucking. Yeah, I mean, what them. are you going to do? Um, I mean, that's not the best scenario, but if your arrow's in the spot and that happens, yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah, I mean, to you be know, fair, no one gave me shit except for Nick. Okay, right? <laughs> I think Nick just wants to me to maintain some level of uh, what they call that. Like good manners or something like that. What's that called? Etiquette. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, but. It's not like, it's not like field. So, true, true. But field, you're gonna bust shit up anyway. But even on field, you know, you're gonna get a fan, mm-hmm. and you are gonna shoot from one. Yeah. Fifteen degrees to the right and fifteen degrees to the left. You know. True. True. On, on certain fan shots. Yep. Um, how many arrows did you lose this weekend, dude? Speaking of. Loser, get damaged. You mean? Get damaged. I think I had, I was pretty lucky. I only got four. I was about to say, I think I got about four or five. Yeah, and I think three of them were in practice range in the morning. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Oh, damn. Dude, you know what I did at the practice range no. every single day? Blank bailed. I saw that. A lot. Blake Jerome. Blake bail. I like it. <laughs> We're going to call him Blake Bailing. Yeah. Um, dude, you know what? It wasn't just blank bailing, though. I was pra- I would shoot the uh, cardboard edge, and I would practice just holding up 
Oh, that's a night. That's not a, I think out. what they call that is a aiming drill. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Um, Nick was telling me, he's like, bud, because all my misses, uh-huh. all of them, except for like the long one, like super long ones, just six o'clock out. Oh, really? Yeah. And Nick was like, bud, you're super, he was like, you get super weak in your shots. And that's why that shit happens. And I was like, yeah, I, you know. Okay. It feels like I'm giving it up, I guess, on the on the front end, on the drive end of the shot. And then I'm just I think it's from overworking the shot, you know? Where it's just like up, down, around, over, and, and like, I'm like, Argh! and I'm trying to I'm trying to force bury the pin. Yeah. You know? And yeah. And then it's just I, Yeah. I have that tendency too. I, I did part way through today, I did throw an extra ounce on the back bar. Nice. Did it help? To uh, counteract that. Yeah, I, I feel like it did. Interesting. I wonder if that's something I should get up a whack, a whack too. Yeah, that was. Uh, I picked that up from you. Really? That's good. That's good stuff. So, I was thinking. There's so many times where I was like, "Man, I wish you could pull an ounce off the front of my bow," but I have a, a connected four stack. Oh, okay. And that's it. That's all I got on the front. And I'm like, dude, don't pull any more weight off, you pussy. <laughs> <laughs> you can't, you can't handle. Yeah, I mean, ounces. I I could have taken one ounce off the front. And put it on the rear, but uh-huh. all I have is two ounces, so I, I thought that would be too much of a drastic change. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Jim, I think, you know, before in previous episodes I had talked about the heavy weight, like weight, like training to get stronger to shoot a bow that has more weight on the bars. Mm-hmm. I think that is beneficial for the long distance stuff. Okay. Because I, I felt like I was breaking good shots and couldn't quite explain why I wasn't hitting those. And maybe it's not a maybe it doesn't need a ton of weight because I, the example I can pull to prove that whatever I just said was wrong is Bodie, right? All right. I don't know exactly how much weight Bodie's running on for this event, but you know he runs lighter than most, you know. So, eh, it's pluses and minuses, huh? I guess just gotta have to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I mean those, the light, the light setup versus the heavy setup. Uh-huh. You're gonna have to tailor it to yourself. True. At certain times in your uh, shooting. I picked up a couple bows, you know, with permission from the person, um, who had a ton, like they had a ton of weight on their their bow. Uh huh. And for whatever reason, their bow did not feel like that. Didn't feel like it was a ton of weight. Okay. So I thought I thought that was kind of interesting. I yeah, think they. Yeah. I don't know if it's the bow itself or what, but I know my. I got my bow's heavy. The verdict, and when other people pick it up, they're like, "Man, what is this? A child's bow? Is this a baby bow?" And it's like, yeah, yeah. It's like, yes, yes, it is. No, this is the bow that just beat you. <laughs> no, I wish. I don't think twenty-fifth place constitutes beating anybody. No, you beat plenty. Yeah. Like my, my goal was to break thirty, and I didn't. And maybe that's a lofty goal, but that's been my goal for the last sure. two or two and a half years. So it just sucks because now I got to wait a whole fucking year to take another stab at it. Yeah, yeah. And it's like who knows what, you know, what state you're going to be in or what you're going to be ready for. So I don't know. I might just set this bow up for 27s now. And start pounding away at some 30, 300s. <laughs> okay. All right. Before you go down that road. Yeah. Are you? basically happy with the way you shot this weekend uh yes sort of 
Okay, so you would just say basically yes all to all my questions. No. Because yes, you're like every other archer. If uh-huh. you would have cleaned one day, uh-huh. you still would have said, well, you know, I had a couple of iffy shots. I was lucky. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, there's that, but, I mean, I didn't hit anything outside of uh, 65 yards. Like, that's what I... Oh, that's not true because I hit the downhill, the downhill uh, buffalo, right? Twenty-two, the buffalo. Yeah, that's the exception. Everything else, like I, you know, didn't get Bigfoot, didn't get the elk, didn't get the moose. At least most of someone we know, most yeah. everyone we know, hit one of those twenty-two, one of them. You know. Yeah, I'm. So it's like I was it, happy I got the. What did I get? I got the bear. The the canyon, canyon bear? bears. Yeah, that's one. See, so that's one of them, yeah. and it's just like, and that one was tough because it was pretty breezy. I was, you know what? That's my highlight of the of the weekend. Let me. I should have gone yeah. way back. Yeah. I forgot about that. Let's go back. Let's yeah. dial it back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you're at the Canyon Bears. Yeah, and that time it was pretty windy. I held off held. probably about three inches. Uh huh. So you can't see the. You can't see three inches at, at sixty-three yards or whatever. So you're. Dot- I could no. I could still see the dot. Really? Yeah. Your dot. No, no. You still see the dot, but your dot is just next to the the orange dot. Would that be right? Yes. Okay. And you just held it there. Yep. And slayed it. I guess so. Well, where, they, where they, they definitely land? landed. Where did they land inside? In, um, I had one on either side of the spot. On either side? Yeah. So one on 3 o'clock, one at 9 o'clock? One about 10 and one about uh, 1. <laughs> dude, fucking, dude, you're rolling all the dice today, yeah. dude. Hey, but you know what? It scores the same as yeah, if dude. I would have Robin Hood with the arrow right in the middle. Yeah, hell yeah. That's a 22. Yeah. I put a star on the scorecard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 22, but give him a frown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, am I happy with how I shot? Hell yeah. Uh, is there anything I'm unhappy about? You betcha. Yeah. The glory shots. Every glory shot. Basically, I could walk away this weekend without saying I dropped points on easy shit. You know, I heard that a lot. Oh, I dropped points on the 30, or I dropped points on the 25, whatever. Stupid butterfly. Yeah, stupid butterfly. I love it when you say that, dude. Oh, that cracks me up. Ugh. Never heard anyone say the word butterfly with that. <laughs> God, butterfly. Um, so, there's that. Another goal I had for this weekend was not to fall into one of those those negativity holes, right? True. Did not fall in. I think uh, our, our group of... Guys, we all stayed with at the uh, Airbnb. Rudy Sandoval, Alan Brunetta, Zach, yeah. you and me. We all did really good job about complaining about all these other people, mm-hmm. but not doing it ourselves. All these other people were like, "Oh, I only shot an 18 on this target last year. I hope I do better." You already like doomed yeah. yourself to do terrible. Yeah. So we were, you know, we. I tried to do every arrow one at a time. Uh-huh. And have no um, bad juju before I went there. Just like okay, I'm just gonna anchor and try to come yeah. in from the top, 
each shot. Settle, you know, get the thumb off the trigger yeah. and, and each fire it off. It's its own shot. Yeah. Yeah. You say you put your thumb on the trigger? I have the on the peg. You shot the button today? No, on the peg. Oh, oh, okay. Not the button. Okay. <laughs> People should know Jim no, have a, man. Jim has a thumb button for a backup, which is uh Carter something old. Insatiable. I think I sold it. I hope you fucking I did. did. I sold it. He had a with a thumb peg that was like an inch and a quarter thumb barrel. Thumb barrel. It was so fucking big, if you just blew on this shit, it would fire. Physically, you blew on it, and it would go off. Yeah, it was gross. It's filthy. Yeah. So. I don't know why Wendell didn't like it. Yeah, I like my trigger setup real heavy, so I can squeeze. I'm a, sque- I'm a squeeze shooter. Squeezy. Okay. Yeah. Um, you like to squeeze it when you punch it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't everyone? Um. So, yeah, like I said, dude, one of the things I would like to do, set up. I have some ideas for some arrow builds, like arrow builds going down to a smaller vein, and then building some with lighter points and some with heavier points, and then just going out to eighty yards and and just blasting a bunch of, you know, it might not be the arrow, it might be, I got to put more weight on the bow, you know, but okay. wh- whatever it is, I would like to figure out how to not let those far shots run away from me, you know. Right. So, there is that. Well, um, I mean, just it's so in the moment also. It's like you're shooting, you know, what are you shooting? You know, you shoot a, a 15, a 45, and then you got a 77, out, you know. Yeah. It's the next one, you know. And yeah. Like uh, the Canyon Bears, a 49, a 46, an 8, a 19, and then a 64. Yeah. You know, so... Oh, you know, it's uh, I love that. when you step Pace. up to that, you you know, uh, for me, there is a little bit of anxiety, you know, oh. that happens like, oh, boy, yeah, this is a good one. Here comes you know, big guy. oh, and it's blowing a little bit of wind. Yeah. And uh, that that definitely uh, uh, once again at uh, Bigfoot. Everybody's there. There's two and a half groups. Everybody's glassing, calling everybody's arrows, yeah. you know, and. And you want to do good, and then it's some extra pressure True. that you only put on yourself because no one really cares. Yeah, if no, one you, gives, no one gives a shit what you shoot because they. If just you shoot a twenty-two you. straight down the middle, or you go over the top of the thing's head, <laughs> no one cares because yeah, all you sh- all you should be cared about is yours. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, stupid humans. I care a little bit about Alan's score because I want to beat Alan all the Definitely. time. Definitely, you know. Uh, I care about Rubio's score because I want to beat Rubio, but that's who. Uh, that's that's going to be a three-year campaign right there to beat Rubio. <laughs> you know, I have this plan for indoor that I'm going to set my bow up next to him and smash his hand with my stabilizer on accident, and then be like, "Oh, dude, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry." Was that your release hand? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Mark. They're calling my name. I've got to go to the line. <laughs> got to go, dude. Steve the shoot off, right? Yeah. <laughs> Send me pictures from the ER. Uh, just kidding, Mark. I would never do that. <laughs> Watch that accidentally happen. Now. Yeah. You said he was going to do that. Oh, man. I, I had nothing to do with it, Mark. <laughs> Mark's not going to listen to this. So, uh, yeah, man. That's it. I just want to hit the long shit, you know? Yeah, I mean, 
but you don't want to. I don't want to sacrifice. You don't want to shoot yourself in the foot either by dropping one on a supposedly easy shot. Mm -hmm. You know, easy distance. Yeah. A gimme distance. Shit, it could even be a matter of something like group tuning, checking the, you know, stabilizer setup. Yeah. And just putting reps in. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, there's those days where you, you get a good momentum going and you're like, I don't care what distance it is. You know, I'm aiming so good. Mm-hmm. You know, and just you just keep going. Yep. Yep. And those are the days that I like to remember. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was a good weekend. Yeah. You know? It's long. It's tough. You know, I mean, like like we uh, mentioned, our air. Airbnb was a little odd. Yeah. Can't flush toilet paper. Can't so. flush toilet paper down the toilet. Yeah. That's a little uh, different. You know, not, know, not sleeping in your own bed. The bed's being... Twins. Yeah. We had to shoot in children. <laughs> or we had to sleep in children's beds. Wendell was pretty happy because his feet were hanging off. I felt like a giant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, every, every day I'd wake up and go, ho, ho, ho. Although I felt like uh, I was sleeping around a bunch of giants because you guys all snored fucking. You in. snore just fine. Do I snore too? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's what my wife says, but, you know. I'm never you know, a, you're not to the stature of. I'm never awake to hear it. <laughs> a particular person, but um, I don't think any of us were really up to that level. <laughs> At least I hope not. It sounded like you guys were some kind of wild animal, and you were mating calling each other from different... You know how elk do it? They're like, wee! And the other one's like, wee! It was like that, but with just low growls. <laughs> it was all night. It was bananas. It was, yeah. it was quite entertaining. You guys could make a white noise machine with just old grown men growling. That or drive uh, who's... Saddam Hussein crazy. <laughs> Saddam's like, I'm sorry. You know what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry <laughs> no about, more. Sorry about the Kurds. They, they no want more. Peace in the Middle East. I'll tell you where the WMDs are. <laughs> I had them the whole time. I had them the whole time. Bush was right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what are your uh, what are your plans for the rest of your Jim? As far as uh, tournament stuff goes, you know, I'm thinking. I'm not going to be able to make... I'm not going to make... The June shoot? The June shoot. Okay. You know, um, I'm going to try to put some effort into uh, doing the State 900. Ooh. If, uh, if it works out. I, I have to check when it's supposed to go. I want to shoot it at my range, San Francisco Archers, but uh-huh. I have a feeling it might be around the same time I'm going vacation. So hopefully it's not in September awesome but it may be but uh, there's not too many other places that I care to shoot the 900 because uh, I've gone to other places and they have these horrendous bales uh-huh. where my arrows do not come out <laughs> you know and is that where they're using like the uh, the round those round ones yeah kind of synthetic material yep yeah, you gotta lube up, and even if you lube up, they ain't coming out. I mean, I've done a, a like four inches of lube, mm-hmm. and the thing just went past that. It just made it even harder. <laughs> I felt, you know, and I, 
Yeah. I mean, when the, I physically, actually have three grown men pulling on the arrows, uh-huh. it's pretty tiresome. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Dude, uh, Limb Saver has an arrow puller that was quite effective. Was it? It looked like a sex toy. All right? Straight up. And people literally in my group were like, ew. (laughs) But the guy goes, you know, he's like, it works really well. And then, you know, the other guy goes, shit, if they had came in manlier colors, I'd buy one. Because they're like pink. Pink or purple. Oh, okay. I I haven't seen that one. I think they do have some manly colors. I know there's the uh, the Hamsky arrow puller. and uh, what's the ham scare? It's not, it's not like the, the arrow jack. The arrow, yeah, doesn't that fuck arrows up? That one destroys arrows and and, <laughs> and the bale. <laughs> I have yet to see somebody prove that to me that it works. All the X well come out looking like boomerangs. Um, and there's that other one where it's kind of like a a, a piece of tubing cut in half with rubber on the inside of it. And it's oh got, yeah. Two handles. That one works well. That one works well. I've heard those fuck fuck arrows up too, though. Oh, okay. It can because I mean, if you start torquing, you know, twisting yeah. and torquing on it. I should say fucks up X tens. Mm, yes. Not all arrows. Yeah, because you're putting so much pressure on it. Yeah. To grip it. Yeah, dude. So, um, but oh, like I said, back to dude. Other nine hundred cool. is what uh, I'm thinking, and then probably um, BC shoot. Ooh, the BC shoot. That's a classic. I do love the BC shoot. Uh, what's the format there? It's two arrows. It's a two-day shoot. Two-day shoot. Capped at 500 participants. Okay. And... A lot of people. 500 participants. 63 arrows. I don't know. Years ago, someone in the club decided thought it would be fun to shoot 63 Instead of 60 arrows. 60 targets, I'm sorry. It's a 1386 score. Yeah. Max. So, one good thing is, outlaw people, if you shoot that event, it doesn't count against your handicap. Oh, so you can do do a little sandbag. So, you can shoot your lights out. Yes. Lots of people from the valley like to come there, wear pants, a hoodie, sleep under the covers in the middle of the summer. Oh, yeah. Anyways, yeah, but yeah. yeah, so 900, maybe, BC, oh, maybe. Oh, wait, are you saying it's going to be warm there? No. Oh, okay. Cause I was gonna say it's, it's cool there. It's never been It's never been warm anytime I've been there. Okay. It's always been freezing. Yeah, but you don't have to worry about your car getting broken into. That's true. That's true. Um, what is your uh, direction after this shoot? Uh, honestly, dude. And I said this to my, uh, I said this to my group, because they were like, "Man, like, you know, you shot a decent score." And I was like, "Yeah, that was my goal." And they said, "Are you going to do any other tournaments?" I said, "Nope, this is it." <laughs> <laughs> and like, literally, my wife wants me to kind of pack it up for the rest of the season. So, uh, my plan, my plan is play with my daughter and uh, drill my wife enough. So that she wants me to leave the house and go do an archery tournament. I don't know when that'll be. <clears throat> I don't know when that'll be. I would like to do the June shoot. I feel like my bow shooting so good right now. The marks are good. It's like, why not just take that and figure out why the long shit's not hitting? 
You know what I would mean? Would you do it as an outlaw, or would you do it as a one day? I would do it as an outlaw. I did it as an outlaw last year. Wow. And I, I would really love to do it as an outlaw. Yeah, man. it's a fantastic shoot. I love the Outlaw series, man. And uh, shot one of my highest scores there last year. Nevada City. Yeah. What did you shoot? Fifteen, fifteen, I think. God damn, Jim. Fifteen, fifteen. Uh, let me see one second here. Whatever a two is. Yes, yes, that that comes out to a two. Let me see. I, I have the uh, handicap list up. Shot, oh. You know, I shot myself into a zero today. Fantastic. Yeah, but you, no, 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 no. You shot yourself into a zero again. <laughs> You've done it before. I know, but I was really hoping this year I could just kind of. You pick. cannot do both. I, I have to pick up some points. Oh, gosh. I wanted to pick up some points. Um, 15, Jim? That's what you shot? I, I think so. That's actually a one arrow hand. Okay, it was a f- 15, 14. You then. sure? Or yes. are you lying? Yeah. You know, people have been people have lost championships for this. So reach into that pocket pack there behind my seat. Okay. You keep your scorecard back there. Oh, this is adorable. It says here you shot an eight sixty seven. Nine fifteen. Nine fifteen. Nine fifteen. Sorry. Yeah. You're a, you're a one. You're a one handicap. No, that's wrong. No, it's not. It says yeah. it right here. Uh, you can't read while we're driving. You sandbagging son of a bitch. <laughs> How many points have you pulled from that? Holy shit. I'm going to talk to Mark about this. You're in trouble. It doesn't matter. You're in trouble. Um, I won't be shooting there, so my <laughs> reading score will be what carries me <laughs> till next year. Uh, do we get uh, outlaw-style handicaps at the BC shoot for the Team Money event? Uh, uh, Mr. Randall Kilpack typically... and. On the regular has been doing a outlaw type event, and uh-huh. he will honor. ask you on your honor yeah. to provide what how many points you are. Yes, so please don't lie. So most everybody who goes there, we know what you shot. Most. Yeah. But there's always dark horses. Man. Sure. You know, I like I I kind of like some of these dark horse teams where the dude shows up wearing him and his buddy showing can wearing camo. We just picked up these bows. Right. We're both six handicaps. We win. And they just <laughs> whip everybody. Yeah. I love it. Because you can only do it once. It's a one-time trick. Yeah. Party. Did you see um, this weekend the the bar mounts from PJ Deloche? I did not. I um, just started to hear a little something about uh-huh. it. Yeah. Um. So, I'm, I'm guessing that you heard about it and saw them? Uh, no. Okay. I heard about it from two different people. There's someone in our group, uh, in my group, that had mentioned it yesterday. Okay. And then I didn't think anything of it. And then Randall mentioned it today. And usually if it catches Randall's attention, I I tend to listen. It's a quality-looking product at the very least. I don't know. You know. Yeah. Appa- it's Apparently it's a, it's a bar mount okay. where you can move your bars on the fly. Right, without okay. you know, without wrenching on them, a la Rudy Sandoval, and then destroying you know the threads. <laughs> that the, was just a. I don't think it was Rudy. Manufacturing defect. That's I don't all. think it was Rudy, but you know. I he, think it, well, as it, a guy that works in sheet metal, you should know firsthand. You can only undo and redo a machine screw so many times before those threads are fucked. Yeah, in aluminum, you know. I, yes. I think it was a, a little, yes. a little bit of everything. Uh, 
the position he has it in, the weight, maybe the how many times he adjusted it, mm-hmm. the weight, the amount of weight on it. He has quite a bit amount of weight. Yeah. You know, probably the most I've ever seen him. You most know. I've ever seen him shoot too. Yeah. So you know, but you know, it, it's still it's still a external piece. So uh-huh. things things fail. Yes. So and lucky for him, it was just one target. You know yeah. where it really failed on him. Yeah. And uh, I mean that story goes on for four targets, but <laughs> it was just one target that got him. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it finally it gave out. It gave out completely, recovered. and uh, yeah, he recovered on that one and put it back. So yeah, I mean movable bar mounts. I know that's something Rudy will would like because. He's talked to me before about when he's shooting certain angles and certain hills uh-huh. that he moves his bar in or out, up or down, or whatever, right, on the fly. I told him I would never do that. You know, I haven't seen any other pros that do it. It makes sense, like, why you would do it. Yeah. Because gravity's working, you know, always straight up and down. If you're on a hillside, it's going to pull you. Yeah, if it's slanting to the left to right or right to left, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, it would just be something you'd have to um, play with, play you know, with, and, yeah. and on the regular, uh, a, a little bit. A guy in my group, Smokey Duramus, he's like a, you know, he's a really good shooter from Idaho. Like, back in the day, he kicked ass on some IBOs and stuff. Uh, he was saying, like, he was asking his wife, Jennifer, he goes, hey, Jennifer, are we done with these hills? Like, whatever. And she goes, says, yeah, why? He goes, okay, I'm moving my bar back. And he, you know, set his bar back in or, or brought it closer in or something like that. So it's not as uncommon as I think it is, you know? Yeah, I think yeah. more people do it than I know. But to me, it, I, I doubt Paige does that, you know? No, I mean, that's... Was Smokey running a V-bar? No. I think that may be another reason why Paige runs V-bars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, Elliot Peters was telling me that Levi Morgan and all these guys run V-bars because they said shooting angles or shooting like steep up, steep downs and stuff, you end up putting torque, like you torque in into the riser. I'm going to butcher this. Um, like weird torque into the riser, right? Okay. On shooting those things, extremes, side hills, whatever. Right. They said with V-bars, it nullifies a ton of your... That torque. Interesting. Now, I wonder, is that no different than just shooting a bow with a ton of weight on it? Because the V-bar, you're gonna, it's going to be a weightier setup. True, yeah. but the way the – you might be shooting the same amount of weight as a single bar on a V-bar. You know, we'll say you and got – Split. Say you got 12, uh-huh. but you put 9 on one side and 3 on the other with the V-bar. Yeah. But – yeah, you know, the, Randy, uh, Randy Long told you me were, something You know, uh, I heard Rudy mentioning to someone, they were asked, uh, a, a, a novice shooter, it's like, you know, your hand pressure when you're shooting uphill, when the majority of your hand pressure is in a different spot than when you're shooting level, mm-hmm. and vice versa, when you're shooting downhill, you have different hand pressure. So uh, move maybe moving that bar gets that hand pressure back to... The level ground style. Yeah. Could be. Could be. I would wonder how the V-bar does, you know. Maybe it just 
just keeps it that way the whole time. I'm wondering if it creates some more consistent pressure. Yeah. I've fucked with V-bars in the past because Darren was, like, hell-bent on getting me on V-bars. Yeah. And uh, I gave it the college try for, like, a day and thought, this is fucking ridiculous. Mm. Um, but, dudes, look at the move of guys going to V-bars. You got Stefan Hansen shooting V-bars. You know, Levi shooting them. All, basically all the ASA dudes, you know? Yeah. Um, it's just crazy, dude. It's crazy. Right. It bleeds over into our sport. But well, I mean, that could be... Maybe that's a effect of Stefan Hansen is one of those guys who, who shoots a lot of weight, right? True. So the, to avoid having the problem with the brackets and get a V-bar, spread that weight out. Yeah. You know, maybe you're you're gaining and killing two birds with a, one stone. True. True. Mike Schlosser shot so has so much weight. Oh my gosh! On the front of his stabilizer. Yeah. It looks like a shoulder ripper, dude. I am sure. You know he has gone through more than a few sidebar brackets, V-bar mounts, whatever. You know the, them just breaking up, breaking <laughs> off. Just got a fucking pile. You know because broken that broken shrewd mounts. <laughs> um, that attachment point, you know, is. It's a weak linkage. It's a weak link, right? Yeah, look at that paintball field right there. Oh, wonderful. What up, people? A bunch of tears and nobody there. Yeah, I guess so. It's a good it's a good sport. Yeah, yeah, if you want to ruin your body. I guess. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. Part of me is like, well, shit, maybe I should play around with V-bars now that I've talked such an extreme <laughs> amount of shit about them. Well, I mean, Seems not be- so much. Maybe just so you can gain some knowledge about it and mm-hmm. you can speak more thoroughly candidly yes 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 more unfiltered <laughs> unfiltered so yeah. to speak um another cool thing to mention we saw henry bass in the shoot off shooting a really small at8 bow true 35 inch axle small compared to most most of the target bows it'd be the equivalent of an fx um 34-ish, 35. Yeah, 34, 35-ish ATA bow. Pretty cool. Got, yeah. Got my head, scratch my head here. Damn. You know, I had um, Spiral Cam Altus FX. What was that one? Was it 36? It was a 35-inch axle. Okay. Axle. I know it was a really nice bow, but I had gotten it a half-inch under, under my size with the intention of long-stringing it. Okay. And I could, even long string, I could not get it to fill out my draw length and hurt my shoulder. Okay. Yeah, I know. That was dumb. It was dumb. I, I, could you imagine if I got it in the right draw length, I might actually be a Hoyt guy right now. <laughs> I might actually be like, dude, Hoyts are great. You just need to get spiral cams. Or you just need to get the Altus. Dude, you guys are fucking around with the wrong Hoyt. But, eh, I don't know. I, don't know, I really like the elites right now. What could have been? What could have been? All I know maybe. is elites shoot fucking straight. For Wendell Souza. For every dude, everybody. I don't know why everyone's so against just. No one said it. anything about anything about elites. Yeah, if I set my elite up for you, will you play around with it? Sure. All right. <laughs> you just saying that for the show? You fucking liar. <laughs> you just doing that because you're on mic. Okay. That's an O.J. Simpson sure if I've ever heard of it. <laughs> Okay. Uh, even Nick, when he drew my bow back, he's like, "Man, the draw cycle's insane." Yeah, like, just only, like the commercial says. He can only draw it to like right here. Yeah. 
but you know the tunability of the um, the tunability of the, of the binary cam of the elite bow. No, it's the set the set system. The set. Oh, that's right. They went away from it. I think the set system is the best tuning system out there. The best. And I I'm not gonna say elite's the only company that has it because I'm pretty sure the old PSEs had it too. The PSE Expression. Oh yes, you were mentioning about getting yeah. one of those. Yeah, but I, you know, I think I'm just gonna stick with the elites right now. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like the flavor their flavor, the cut of their jib, so to speak. Mm. So. Uh, Taste of their milk. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know what that means. It sounds <laughs> weird, but sure. Drinking uh, from the tap. That's what I meant. I really want to try tuning a broadhead with a set system. Because if you can bear shaft tune with it, I bet you can throw, you know, bear shaft, fletch shaft, broadhead, all down in the same. Pew, 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 you know what I mean? If you could do that. Go on. That would be a lot of work. <laughs> Dude, I th- I was expecting something totally else. That would be really cool. Nope. <laughs> that would be a lot of work. No, it really isn't. Okay. Bear shaft tuning that I believe you. Is like... You can do it. Bloop, bloop. You know? It's it's literally just breaking it with... Uh, breaking some nuts. No loose. one believes you in more than me. Ah, yeah, but you know? I can't convince anyone out here to shoot elites. You know? Well, the creatures of habit. It's fucking t- stupid. Probably is. You I know mean, what I'm a creature of habit of? Shooting 22s. <laughs> oh, yeah. You I like, like that, that one. one. You like that one, huh? Man, put that on a t-shirt and sell it. There you go, Elite. Archery unfiltered. There you go, Elite. I, I gave you one. That one's for free, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it no. true you buy an Elite, you get an arm guard also with it? Um. Well, it depends on how fat your fucking arms are. Oh. I don't want to talk about it. Anyway. <laughs> Um, all right, guys. That's pretty much the show. Me, Jim, you got anything to add? Anything you want to talk about? No, we're. I'm just. You're the lead, and I'll just follow you. I I like the I like the energy you bring to the show. Oh, a, a handful of people, but I like the gym guy. Okay. <laughs> they say <laughs> they're confused. I like the gym voice that you do. <laughs> the gym voice, <laughs> butterflies. <Yeah. laughs> Damn those butterflies! I like the fact checking you bring, because then I don't have to do it. Not that I would. Yeah. But okay. Well, you know, it was great. It was a lot, it's of, a lot of work. So, you know, um, like we were talking about, I mentioned before, you know, people are like, hey, how was your vacation? You know, I'm like. <laughs> Your fucking eyes are all red. <laughs> yeah. Faces all puffy. When you go back to work to get some rest, <laughs> you know, that should tell you something. You're all sunburned and you know, shit. <laughs> yeah. We, you know, how many years, you know, usually we get. Super dehydrated, sunburnt, yeah. sucking up dust for four days. Yeah. You know? Well, this year, you know, we froze. Yeah. We're pretty cold, wet, you yeah. know. Oh, that's one thing I like to talk about. Yeah. Was um, how most people, there was, I would say, quite a few people had troubles yesterday in the inclement weather that happened. Yes. You know, uh, following along the lines like Rudy said. Uh-huh. They weren't, basically, they weren't used to shooting in more clothes than they usually do. Okay. The clothes were a little restrictive. I, I actually found it myself a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just 
it's just something another thing you got to practice for you know yeah yeah. um you guys notice like that's the one thing i was like i like to wear the sweater i didn't want to wear a rain jacket yeah part of that's because i never never worn a rain jacket while shooting the bow true but i have worn my sweater every morning right you know yeah i mean yeah for us living near the coast there in the bay 90 percent of our shooting is in a sweatshirt you know yeah so that's not a big deal. Yeah, or some kind of yeah. jacket. You know? Right. You know what would be sick? A target archery jacket. Some kind of jacket that you'd stay A modular. Warm. Yeah, I just. So, yeah. so to speak. I saw guys with rain jackets pulling their left arm out like samurai, you know? Oh, yeah. And then fucking shooting like that. Okay. So I saw a couple pros doing that. Kyle Douglas, you know, just getting his left arm free. Gotcha. But, uh,. Man, if you could just have, like, a target archery, something that, you know, keeps you warm, the collar stays the fuck out of your way, and your sleeves stay out of your yeah. way, that would be solid. So, the clothing was one thing, and then I did hear some people, like, you know, talking on the line, oh, yesterday, well, you know, my marks started to go away yesterday in the rain, but you know what, today they're right back, mm-hmm. magically, so. Yeah. Um... You just didn't keep up on your adjustments, you know, yeah. for one reason or another, where it was raining hard enough, where you probably should have clicked in a few more. Yeah. Assume everything is going to be heavier. You know? Arrows are going to be heavier. Your string is going to be heavier. Everything's going to be moving Here slower. and there. Yeah. Um, and I was doing that myself. I was putting a, a pretty much two clicks in. Yes. I was counting clicks also. Most of the day. Yeah. Um, to... Especially when the rain was picking up, I you know when it was really heavy, I put three or four clicks in. Mm-hmm. So, but come on, people, your your marks are not going to go away. They shouldn't in one day and magically reappear the next. They shouldn't. So uh, you, you part know. of that was you know probably because you were wearing a clothing that you were not used to. It was a little more restrictive, and then you just couldn't get, get to it. your regular regular motion of get shooting into a shot like normal. So. I can see you that. you got to practice and prepare. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. Um, yeah. Whatever fucking rain jacket Alan gave me was pretty low profile. Yeah. I, I wore it all day today. Today you know, again, huh? Yeah. It's just because, uh, you know, it rained a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, oh, no. I wore it for the shoot-off. I'm sorry. That's a lie. I just wore it for the shoot-off. You wore it yesterday. Yeah. 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 And would you say you had issues with that or felt like you you know no it was it's really loose really soft mm-hmm. i don't know if it's what do they call it frog tog or something like that no it was some other some other kind yeah, of it was, wasn't frog tog. It, is that not a similar no no different material oh, totally okay. okay it was a better material than frog tog. i think it's a patagonia no okay but. well i don't know what it is. it's basically a fucking trash bag all right <laughs> and it worked Great, great. And if you're wearing an arm guard. That comes free with elite bows. It, it protects you from catching that bag on yes. your string. Yes, did see a lot of that yeah. uh, yesterday. People with um, stretchy sleeves over their arms, arm guards to mm-hmm. keep their jackets out of the way. See, that would be the fucking jacket right there. Built-in left arm guard right if you're, you know, left-handed, whatever. Maybe just put the jacket on backwards. I don't know. Great. You know, there actually is a jacket like that. What's it called? Zach showed me the jacket he what, was wearing. It's what, a... What's um, it called? 
Thanks for that contribution. What brand Jim. was that? Badlands. Badlands. Yes. Yeah. It actually has like three snaps on the uh, forearms. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. When I want camouflage that makes me look like a giant caterpillar, I'll go buy <laughs> Badlands gear. <laughs> yeah, their cut is very generous. We'll say. Dude, their camo looks areas. like a exotic bug, dude. <laughs> Badlands camo looks. <laughs> well, someone threw a confetti on that'll someone. confuse the animals they're like what is that giant caterpillar with <laughs> wendell's head on it uh, dude there's uh do you ever remember the real men of genius it was bud light actually <laughs> you remember no real men of genius there was one that was like here's to you mr something deer hunter or whatever okay and it's like you confuse other animals that you're a bush <laughs> out for a midday stroll <laughs> Or a rock drinking a cup of coffee. <laughs> I was like, hey, there you go. <laughs> I remember once our friend Hoagie, we were shooting the state field in Lake Sonoma. Hoagie was decked out in Kuyu. He wasn't supposed to be there. He, he just showed up midday. Okay. And he was hiding and just popped out of the bush and was like, hey. And he was like, did you guys know I was here? And I was like, yeah, dude. You're a fucking... Seven foot tall <laughs> rock drinking a cup of coffee <laughs> in the middle. <laughs> you had a Kuyu tumbler, right? Yeah. I was like, what do you think? I didn't see that. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, that's pretty funny. That's why that Bud Light commercial burned in my head. I see that. I know how the world feels about Bud Light, but they used to have funny, uh, funny commercials back in the day. Sure, that's what we'll say about you. Their commercials is what you liked. <laughs> nah, dude. Dylan Mulvaney makes my thing move. <laughs> what the hell no, are you I'm just talking about? You know, that's who they're sponsored. Bud Light sponsored Dylan Mulvaney. That's the. I don't know who that is. That's the lady. Oh, I shouldn't say that. That's the dude pretending to be a lady on the uh, <laughs> Bud Light can. You sound like you're taking a line from. Uh, what was that? I'm the dude pretending to be the other <laughs> yeah, dude. That guy. That's literally Dylan Mulvaney. <laughs> Tro- was it Tropic Thunder? Yeah, I'm the guy pretending to be the dude. The other dude. What about what about what do you mean, you people? Fucking <laughs> I know this show's not supposed to be political. Oh, here we he's, go. He's sitting, All right, here we go. He's sitting with Joe Biden and he goes, oh, This is my hundred and sixteenth day of being a woman, and Joe Biden's like, God bless you. Like <laughs> <laughs> you fucking retard. Don't say that. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, fucking Vladimir Putin's licking his chops watching this shit. <laughs> like <laughs> Send the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Oh my god. All right, let's shut it off. I think we're we're pretty good here. <laughs> okay. So long, fuckos. Guys, this show is brought to you by Carbon Craft Stabilizers. My man Brian Webb out at Impact Archery Clovis makes the Carbon Craft Stabilizer. It is the best bar, hands down. Uh, people ask, Wendell, why is it the best bar, hands down? Well. Uh, let's see. Is it stiffer? Yes. Is it lighter? Yes. Is it damper? Yes. Than any of those other bars you've tried. The best bar that I've heard about to compete with the Carbon Craft bar right now is the new XL bar. And the only thing I can hear, the only thing I hear about the new XL bar is it's as good as a Carbon Craft bar. <laughs> no joke. Uh, don't shoot the messenger. That's just what I've heard. So if you guys are interested. Check them out, Carbon Craft Bars. I'm pretty sure they will beat XL Bars uh, price point-wise. 
If you guys are interested, give Brian Webb a call down at Impact Archery and Clovis, or you can place an art order with my man Rudy Sandoval or Austin Watts at West Coast Archery in Petaluma. Hey, are you tired of door dashing? Are you sick of uh, <laughs> groveling to your boss for a raise? Start a side hustle. What's a legit side hustle? Uh, either teching bows or uh, building strings. And I had this idea to build strings instead of door dashing, but it's way too hard. It's truly a, a craft that takes a skilled uh, skilled dude that is better than I. <laughs> if you were so inclined to get into the art of string building, though, my man, Butch Baker, makes string jigs. And if you, you know, say you're like me and too scared to make your own strings, you don't want to blow up and take lose your eyeball, uh, there are string, uh, shop vices uh, that Butch makes that are fucking dope. Uh, his vices you can use for anything from leveling your third axis to leveling your rifle. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Um, Baker Archery Products, uh, they're, you know... Owned and operated by Butch Baker in Idaho. He's fucking cool. One of the nicest dudes I've ever met. And uh, all his stuff is American made. He does not do what my company does and outsource shit to China. <laughs> Dude makes shit at home. So support an American. Support a patriot and support a small business. Check out BakerArcheryProducts.com and uh, get yourself something good. All right? Finally, the show is brought to you by my friends Darren and Bet out in Napa, California. They are the owners and operators of DB Custom Coatings, the Coders out of Napa. Um, my friends Darren and Bet, they Coat bows. They can make your old shitty bow look freaking new and awesome. They can make your boring stock colors look rare and special. Uh, Darren does an amazing job Coating. He does anything from solid colors to American flags to fades to anything. I've seen him do a galaxy on a PSE before. It was nuts. Um, he does Casey Caulfield's bow. All right, check that out. Casey Caulfield on the side of the Lancaster truck. She's shooting the bow that Darren Saracoded. What does that tell you? Darren ain't no slouch. The dude is good enough for the Caulfield family. So... uh yeah, Darren's the shit. He's a super cool guy. He does releases too. You know, don't don't just think that he doesn't uh, do other things. I know he's done inserts or outserts. I think for hunting arrows for Chris Schaff. Uh all kinds of stuff. So if you guys are interested, hit him up. DB Custom Coatings on Instagram. Uh, you know, if you're a gun nut, if you can disassemble your your rifle, Darren can Cerakote that shit pink for you. You know. Um, Check them out. DB Custom Coatings on Instagram. Those guys are my friends. They are the one of the longtime oldest and biggest supporters of the show. So show them some love, all right? All right, everyone. Good night. Peace.